Hello and welcome to another episode of Use of Force. This week we were in our last week walking in Brooklyn and we will be discussing an incident that happened in 2012. I am going to start off by reading the NYPD Use of Force report as we typically do and then we will discuss the incident further. So it says, on June 14th at 1740 hours in the 67th precinct, a detective assigned to the narcotics division discharged his firearm at a subject who attempted to run him over with a stolen car. The detective and his partner observed a driver passing traffic on the wrong side of double yellow lines and run several steady red lights at a high rate of speed. The detectives then observed the vehicle hit a minivan, careen onto the sidewalk, and come to a stop. They pulled up behind the vehicle and approached with their firearms drawn. The driver, the sole occupant of the vehicle, slid over to the passenger side door and attempted to escape. The detective on the passenger side reholstered his firearm, reaching inside, and attempted to physically remove the driver. She struggled and managed to put the vehicle in reverse driving backwards approximately 19 feet, striking the detective on the passenger side. The detective on the driver's side fired one shot at the subject, striking her in the chest and causing her demise. The subject had numerous prior arrests, including assault, three weapons possession cases, and kidnapping. Okay, so this 2012 incident took place in East Flatbush. It involved Chantel Davis and... This particular instance is one where, while there isn't a ton of media coverage on it, there is a lot of community awareness and energy behind it. Right. So the incident took place on Church Avenue and East 38th Street, which, while walking by this week, we saw that it is one of the uh, few sites that has an existing uh, marker of the incident. Yeah, I don't know that we have seen this before, but when we were when we were there, there was a poster or flyer up on the telephone pole mm -hmm. um, as a memorial to Chantal Davis. Yeah, I don't know if there was specifically that type of memorial previously. Obviously, in the Eric Garner location, there is a mural to him. Right. And yeah, that was the one that we could recall immediately offhand. Now, of course, we're only going to 52 of the, I think, 150 or so that occurred in the decade. Right. So there are probably others in the city. But yes, there is some discrepancy in terms of how families and the public wish to frame this issue versus how the police wish to frame this issue. Um, for starters, uh, I'll read a post that was September 15, 2012 about the Chantel Davis Committee for Justice and Beyond. It's kind of a foil to the use of force reports. Perfect. So, Friday, September 14th, 2012, marked the three-month anniversary since 23-year-old Chantel Davis was murdered by NYPD Detective Philip, quote-unquote, bad boy Adkins in East Flatbush. To date, no one has been held accountable for her murder. 
Every Saturday at 12, the family of Chantel Davis and supporters have gathered at Church Avenue and East 38th Street in Brooklyn for a weekly vigil to mar march to the 67th Precinct to demand justice for Chantel. Despite bad boy Atkins being widely known for terrorizing the community in East Flatbush, despite the six federal civil rights lawsuits against Atkins, four of which have cost New York City more than $224,000 in settlements, and two of which are still open, the New York District Attorney, Charles Haynes, has yet to indict him on charges for the brutal murder of our sister, niece, and friend, Chantel. No legal action has been taken against Chantel's murderer. Join us to demand justice. Immediately following Chantel's murder, the NYPD and the corporate-controlled media portrayed her as a career criminal, despite the fact that she was never convicted of any crime, ever. Police say Detective Atkins and his partner, Daniel Guida, pursued Chantel Davis in an unmarked car and in civilian clothes after she ran several red lights and crashed into a minivan at the intersection of East 38th Street and Church Avenue. Although the car was stolen, a fact the media was careful to publicize widely, Chantel never knew this fact before her death. At the time, neither did Atkins or Guida. After Chantel crashed, Detective Atkins got out of his unmarked police vehicle, reached into Chantel's car with his gun drawn, and shot her point-blank in the chest. Witnesses tell stories of NYPD aggression and cruelty during the incident, stating that after Atkins shot Chantel, he dragged her onto the street, handcuffed her as she bled, and refused to give her or call for medical attention. Witnesses told the media that Chantel begged for her life, crying out, call the ambulance, please don't let me die. Although dozens of bystanders collected images of the incident, the police confiscated the cameras, cell phones, and security footage from the surrounding area, and to date, no video footage has been publicly released. So that obviously paints a very different picture from the use of force report. Yeah, and I read a couple other articles from the community. There's a change.org page, and there mm -hmm. were a couple other websites that listed stories that were much more similar to what you just read than to what the police report says. Right. About, I read one, I think on the change.org, where it said that there were a hundred, close to a hundred bystanders and that a woman came over and held Chantel to comfort her while she was dying. Right. And yeah, none of that, none of that is listed in it. Also sharing, yeah, that she was not convicted for any of these crimes that they're saying that she committed I guess she had a court date that was supposed to be later that week. Yeah. I mean, I think it's uh, a valid point, the idea that the media portrayed this in one way, despite the fact that there was not actually uh, some sort of sentencing. Right. And, you know, guilty until, or innocent until proven guilty. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there, the, the point with respect to not knowing the car was stolen yeah. is one that I was unable to really get a definitive conclusion on, or at least I was unable to find something that spoke more to that statement that she did not know that it was stolen. Right. Because there's a Daily News article that refers to the incident 
of the 1998 Toyota Camry being stolen. It was Davis was driving a 1998 Toyota Camry that she allegedly stole the week before, okay. armed with a pistol, and just one block away from her home. Davis approached the car's owner, Vilma Craig, 57, and told her to hand over the keys, sources said. She had the gun pointed at me, Craig told the Daily News Friday. She took my car, my pocketbook, and everything in the car. So there is an account from another citizen right. that this happened. That would say that, and again, this is you know what you just said, innocent until proven guilty, but that doesn't necessarily apply to whether or not she knew the car was stolen. Right, yeah. And obviously, or maybe not so obviously, depending on who you are, but I, you know, the theft of a stolen car wa- is not, you know, justification for murder. No, yeah, that should be obvious. And if you don't know that, now you know. Right. And it's, uh, it is, is stated in the, uh, the news articles, what was stated in the Facebook post that, you know, it's, it's either unclear or the officers did not know that the car was stolen. Right. That there was reckless driving that was going on. Right. And Which also should not be reason to be shot. Mm-hmm. And it was, an, if it was in fact an unmarked police vehicle, does this mean that uh, Chantel was scared of what was going on? Did she think she was being pursued by... Other people other than the police? That's possible. The, yeah, the fact that it wasn't, I think it said that she made a U-turn in front of the unmarked police vehicle. Mm -hmm. So that's the other thing, you know, maybe if it had been a cop car, she maybe wouldn't have made the illegal U-turn. Right. Presumably, most people probably wouldn't if they see the cop car. But not knowing who it is, yeah, you make a an illegal U-turn and maybe just think that you pissed someone off because you cut them off or something. Right. And so, yeah, if, if she knew that it was uh, the police and she had some outstanding legal issues, perhaps she got frightened and panicked and, sure. and you know, didn't reacted rather than thought about what was happening and yeah to your point maybe if that was a clearly marked vehicle this never would have started in the first place it's possible i mean obviously there's no way to know for sure we can't go back and run any of these as tests but it does seem in my mind that it would just add confusion to a situation that would benefit from having less confusion yeah. Yeah. So if we go on the cap stat to look at the Philip Adkins record, we can see that, in fact, there are uh, six cases that are listed, as wow. was referenced. The last time there is a record for salary was 2018. And sometimes we have up till 2019. So it may be that he's no longer working or it may be that it's delayed. Yeah, I think Capstat is not always updated more recently, so. Yeah. And then the lawsuit, which I presume is Davis versus the city of New York, mm-hmm. it's from 2013. Uh, the outcome is listed as unknown. 
so there's no other court documents within this you know link okay and unknown is uh, not a common uh, outcome listed there are settled for undisclosed amounts right and pending but unknown is you know right not as common and I mean that's as much as far as the uh, you know quote unquote official uh, following up on this uh, several months after the incident there was an article that the Brooklyn district attorney was going to investigate the slaying but there I was unable to find any follow-up on that that doesn't mm. mean that there isn't it just may mean that I missed it but the yeah with some of these other instances the follow-up is within a couple of years or so but this has right. been almost uh we're approaching a decade now yeah so and for it to still say unknown is uh concerning as far as the formal process dealing with this yeah that's a good point now there in the course of researching this i i ended up finding something that was pretty interesting in terms of independent public justice projects mm. and this is the len Ragazin Foundation and the Len Ragazin Foundation is related to this instance because there is a Hoops for Justice event that most recently was publicized to happen in 2019 of mm -hmm. August. You know, 2020 of August would be pandemic time, so right. that may have canceled that and I'm not sure what uh, if it will go on past that, but it is a uh, tournament to celebrate the lives of Chantel Davis and Kamani Gray. Oh wow! And to recognize their lives uh, that were lost at the hands of the NYPD, and to raise money for uh, social justice causes, mm. and. This is one of uh, six different events that the foundation supports. They also support uh, documentaries and educational programming. And this gentleman, Len Ragazin, actually just passed away less than 10 days ago. Oh. He was 92 years old and he was not the person running it. I mean, it, it was his foundation. Okay. So presumably the foundation will continue. Yeah. But he developed racing forms that were pre-internet and evaluated horses based on gathered metrics. Like... Hmm. Um, and I guess the big thing that came out of his system was that horses that overperformed mm. in one race or faster than their average were 
generally uh, meant to underperform the following race. Oh, interesting. So this is data that people that um, bet on the horses, which was a walk that we did earlier yeah. this year, they would request it by Definitely mail. Want this and then yeah. yeah, and then use it for. Wow. And so he went to Harvard. Okay. He was. Uh, he realized in the during the Red Scare era, uh, in the fifties, mm -hmm. he was pressured to out some of his. Uh, fellow students mm -hmm. and he refused to and that it w is when he kind of changed the trajectory of his life mm. outside of uh, I guess normal working conditions into right. this l life of pursuing like gambling edges based on his father's interests right. and then at a certain point founding this organization to take the money that he generated from this enterprise and put it towards social uh, justice yeah that's really interesting what yeah. a what a great person to learn about yeah and this website uh is really it, it has the the nice kind of uh uh energy of something that's just like genuinely done like it's not super flashy mm. but it has i mean at least like you know 18 to 20 different things going on in terms of arts festivals and movies and uh, you know events that are uh, yearly and and again education programs like it just there's a lot of grassroots stuff going on not a lot of uh, what it would appear to be like showy glossy for the sake of you know peacocking that you're like helping but right. like actually things that are accessible there's even you know there is a tab for applying for a grant oh, wow. if you have an interest in in doing things in this vein so i thought it was uh, it was nice to be able to find something like this in the course of researching this instance yeah yeah it's as tragic as this incident is it is you know nice to find positive things that are happening in memory of the loss of this young woman's life yeah so to bring it back to Chantel she was that she was looking to complete her GED she was searching for how to do that they have you know records of her search history right. even hours before that this was wow. happening and there's a petition for her justice that's ongoing even I think only just started a, a year ago which would coincide oh. with George Floyd oh wow yeah and it has over 25,000 signatures so that's great this is you know perhaps not the highest profile of all the cases we hear about but it is it does have more traction than a lot of other instances that we read about yeah yeah the, it does seem like the community and then the you know the local community and then also a larger community is following up on this yeah all right well that's all for this week as with every week if you have more information on this use of force instance 
if you are curious about more, if you're in any way engaged in this, we would be interested to hear more if you want to reach out to us. We are always interested in understanding these things further. And especially with this one where there does seem to be some some activity still churning. Right. Um, we would love to we'd love to be more a part of it. Sure. That's it. So thanks so much for listening. Take care.